Thanks for listening to the Gateway Live podcast, a collection of recent sermons, teaching, and inspirational content brought to you by Gateway Church of Upstate New York. Visit our website at gatewaylive.org for more information. Now, here's today's message. Listen to this. All right. It says in Luke chapter number 16 and verse number 10 says, Whoever is faithful in very little is also faithful in very much. Faithful in little, say that with me. Faithful in little, faithful in much. Okay. And whoever is unrighteous in very little is also unrighteous in very much. It is always going to be the little things that are going to make a difference in your life. I, um, um, through these past few weeks and, you know, even before his mom was in her final days, um, uh, I was able to withdraw from an account of faith that I've lived all my life to stand in a time of turmoil and, 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 and uh, grief and, and be able to stand with peace and joy. Okay? Are you, am I bragging? Absolutely not. Am I declaring what's a fact? Of course. What I'm here to tell you, I, and I don't know about you, I haven't always been a financial wizard, right? Uh, <laughs> and there are times that I wanted to go make a withdrawal from an account that I didn't have anything in there. Anybody get a witness? Oh, thank God for credit cards. Because then you could go and just charge it all up. And who cares? You didn't have to pay for it until, oh, yeah, you did. Well, I'm going to tell you what. Jesus doesn't have a credit account for you. He wants you to make some deposits. And, 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 and I'm going to tell you there are no greater deposits that you can make and, and to take care of. We, we all about, and we've got uh, people that make a living out of a financial security and, and give me advice and all of that. But I'm going to tell you from absolute living experience, it is your spiritual security that really does matter. At the end of the day, you can have the world by the tail and everything in it, and you can be miserable and, and hopeless. You can have your financial house and be the envy of, of, well, Nelson Rockefeller's old now. Who is it? Warren Buffett, I guess, is the latest. Uh, but, but, you know, just be the, the envy of so many that, you, man, you got, all, got it all together and be spiritually bankrupt. And you can be in a position and a condition in your life right now where you're needing faith and you're, and you're reaching into that place where you were faithful in little things and there's nothing there. My encouragement, this is not a message of condemnation. I'm here to plead with you and, and encourage you to make deposits daily in, in, in your spiritual life so that when you stand in times like I've stood in the last week uh, with my family, with my brothers and sisters, uh, that, that you are not hopeless. I got to tell you something. And the scripture declares it that hope is an anchor for your soul and my soul. 
And, and that, that is nothing but, listen to me, words on a page until you need it. And it's amazed me over the past few years how much the, the Word of God, the, even the written Word, has come alive to me even more so because I was in a time when I needed that, I needed an anchor. And w- when things are going, all of a sudden, boop, whoa, you're not going anywhere. Why? Because I am anchored in hope. I didn't just all of a sudden say, well, you know what, I'm going to, you know, get my spirit on and I'm going to do it. I'm going to all of a sudden have hope today. No, there was years and years and years. Not a perfect man. Nobody is. But years of making spiritual deposits in my life of faith that, that, that when it comes down to it and when the turmoil might hit and the storms may come and it will come, the house stands. Right? The floods come. The foundation's sure. Say, well, I I can't get there. Yes, yes, you can. God is not a respecter of any one person. When you live and walk in what's true, God will be your stability and your security. But my point to you today is you cannot wait for the big event to all of a sudden try to access faith. It ought to be in the daily happenings of your life. That faith becomes a thing that you yield to, that you lean on, that you make deposits in. If you're faithful in the little things, if you're faithful, think about this, man. If you're faithful in the littlest of things, I know I'm going to be, you know, I, I just, the big events of our life, and, not, and I'm going to call on God too. Too many people call on Him when they absolutely need Him, but they're not faithful to Him in the day-to-day and it's the faithfulness in those times and the little things that bring about such an incredibly powerful relationship that when your life is upside down, he just comes alongside and you know he'll do it. He just turns it right side up. The scripture I want to read here in uh, Hebrews chapter 11, it says it like this. And we're going to be talking about Hebrews 11 uh, this Tuesday. It says, and what more can I say? Time is too short for me to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and the prophets. Let me just give you an insert something here. Um, You're missing out if you don't take time to read the Old Testament too. You're just missing out on stuff. And I'm not, you know, there's, say, well, that's the Old Testament. And I realize a lot of it, the law, all of that is not relevant to us. But man, oh, man, it is a schoolmaster. It just leads us. We see an example of men of faith that made continual deposits. And um, I'll get to it. Let me see if they're in here. No, not in this one. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Three little... Uh, young kids, they're, they're teenagers. They, they, you know, they stand before the king and say, we're not bowing. We're not bowing to, to the image you set up. And he said, look, you don't bow. You're going into fire. Read it. It's in Daniel. Incredible event in history. I guarantee you that was not their first 
act of faith. You don't do that kind of stuff unless there is a life and, and, and a, a custom and, a, and, and almost, you know, you're just going and doing it. Now, and I don't want to say going through the motion, but it's the default setting of your life. It's not all of a sudden, oh, i got to work. I've been around people long enough when, when the tragedy hits, they're scrambling for that place of faith. And you know what? God's faithful. I'm not saying he won't show up in your life, but I am going to tell you what. The will of God, the desire of God is for you to be faithful in the little things so that when that time of faith is needed and necessary in your life, you already have a bank account that's just full. It's there. I love looking and, and, and watching people who's lived their lives for God, and they just there's that quiet confidence and settledness in their life that makes a declaration. I, and the older I get, I, I got to tell you, I want to be that guy. Say, I, you know, what do you want to do? You know, I just want to be that guy. That, that it's, at, you know, hey, my confidence is not in this world. It's in him. If I had hope in this world only, I'd be miserable. But you know what? I have hope that goes way beyond what's here and now. I absolutely know that my mom, I'm, there's a separation but it is not an eternal separation. It is a moment. In fact, 25 years ago, where were you 25 years ago? Well, not long ago. Not for me, maybe for some of you. But I'll tell you what, 20 years, 10 years goes by like that, boom, boom, boom. And it won't be long. And I, I just, I just, I'm living with that hope. If, if you're grasping and wanting everything in this world, you're going to think this is the worst of times ever. But I'm going to tell you it's the best of times. So, he goes on to say, he says, well, time is too short for me to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and the prophets who by faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions, quenched the raging fire, escaped the edge of the sword, gained strength after being weak, became mighty in battle and put foreign armies to flight. Women received their dead. They were raised to life again. Some men were tortured, not accepting release so that they might gain a better resurrection. Woo! And others experienced mockings and scourgings as well as bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn and Saw it in two, they died by the sword, they wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, afflicted, and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts, on mountains, hiding in caves, and holes. All these were approved through their faith. But they did not receive what was promised. A couple things here. Some of you spiritually stub your toe and it's like, oh, the world's ending. Come on, man. We have a cloud of witnesses of people that have given so much and been overcomers. They believed God in the midst of being destitute. They, they, they didn't accept deliverance, but, but yet were faithful. 
And, and the, the scripture says, listen, since it says these, all these were approved through their faith, but they did not receive what was promised since God has provided something better, say better, for us so that they would not be made perfect without. I believe they're perfect now, those that have gone on, but I'm going to tell you we live in an incredibly amazing time where the Spirit of God is poured out so liberally upon all flesh is what Joel said and, and Peter preached it again in Acts chapter 2 being, the Holy Spirit being poured out on mankind. If you have not yet opened your life to that, you're missing out on something incredible. It's a promise. The better thing for us is that new birth, that new creation that God intended from the beginning of time, and we get to live in it. The better for us is, is being able to walk in faith continually and, and, and have the body of Christ minister to one another and, and just have all our needs taken care of according to His riches. How many are sitting here with a need today? Okay. But I'm, I'm here to tell you, my faith declares he's already taken care of all my needs. Doesn't mean I don't have, don't have needs. But my, my faith declares that he's already taken care of those things. So I can sit here today with a need and at the same time be rejoicing in, 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 in the fulfillment of that need. Being met. Why? Because that's who he is. It's because I've watched him over the years as I've made those you know, dollar deposits of faith. Man, the interest compounded in the kingdom is amazing. I, I, Dave Ramsey is some financial wizard. Anybody heard of him? I don't like him. He condemns me. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> But I forget, he said, if you, if you deposited $100 a month from the time you were 20 until you're 65, you got like $1.6 million. That just ticks me off. <laughs> but the reality of it is, you know, if you could go back, when I was 20, I couldn't do $100 a month. Um, but if you just did something, you certainly could do that and be financially secure. And I got to tell you something: in God's economy, it doesn't take much. And I and I, I'm not yelling at the choir. I really not because you're here. The, the acts that we're doing here. What are you doing? I'm trying to put a deposit in my faith account. I want to be faithful in the little things. And some of you here just to hear. You know, the word, uh, don't be hearers only, but, but what you hear, go do it. Figure out the, the, the next step in your, what does it mean? What is God calling you to do to be faithful with? What's God calling you to trust him with? Trust him. Just see if, see if that'll work. You know, see, see if you, you can get it. I'm going to tell you, you know, you, you, I don't like ice fishing either. I mean, those guys get out there, there's two inches of ice, and they're like, you know how you guys are idiots. 
But I'll go with her if there's a foot or more. But anyway, there's things. It's, you're kind of like that. You ever get out on the ice and you just see if it cracks? You know, <laughs> get out. I'm going to tell you why. And, and finally, you know, those people get out too far. But anyway, with Jesus, I'm, I am abs. Come on, give, get, test him. Try it. Some of you, I, you, you, some of you and I'm just going to put it out there, tithing isn't about paying a bill. It's about God's provision in our lives. And it's, and it's really a principle that is, that is it's one of the first principles, really. God, am I going to trust you with provision? Some of you are scrambling and, and, and all of that because you're not living by faith. There is nothing like knowing that God is your provider it's not that it doesn't make you lazy. It doesn't do. It's just you just know he is. Why? Because you're faithful in the little things, and man, God rewards that in our lives. I don't care what it is. Some of you are harboring unforgiveness, and I and I realize it's huge that somebody you know some terrible things have happened, and but it's the day to day. It's when the woman cuts you off. You know, like uh, April was talking about, or whatever, going to cuss you out. You know what? Act in faith. Don't act like a fool. Don't respond to that spirit that's trying to come against you. Respond by the spirit that's in you. And you let those little acts of faithfulness, they accumulate. You're faithful in little things. You know what will happen? There's one day that you're going to need to take a big draw. And you're going to say, God, and he's going to say, here it is. I, I, believe me, I'm not talking about works-based access to God, but the idea of, of your faithfulness in God, it just accumulates. You exercise yourself to godliness. Oh, pastor, how are you? And I appreciate that I do because it's been a difficult time. But I'm going to tell you what. I know this is true, and I know life is temporary, and I wouldn't, I'm not doing this because it's a game or it's because it's an occupation. I'm doing this because Jesus is real, and man, just knowing that, I know, and I got to tell you what, somebody said, so-and-so's terminally ill. I said, we all are. Well, but but we, who knows? Do you know how much time you got left? Nobody. So what are you doing? I, well, that's a what a terrible thing to say. No, because my time my, my time here is short, but my time there is a forever thing. Man, and that, I'm just that's where we're headed. And so anyway, I want I, I want to just make a declaration to those of you the acts of faith. What, what are some smaller acts of faith? Being faithful in the little things. It was an act of faith one time many, many years ago that caused me to lift my hand to him. Why? Because without faith, it's impossible to please God, right? But you, if you're going to believe, you've got to believe that he exists. I'm quoting scripture. I butchered that, but I'm quoting it. 
that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I, I had no idea. You know, they told me, and I watched people. They lifted their hands, and they, they seemed to be having a good time with it. And so I thought, well, i got to try that. And I didn't know if God was going to, you know, I, I just didn't have a relationship. And But as I lifted my hands to him, that was an act of faith on my part. And i got to tell you what, there, that was cool. You know, in, in every every act, worship, when you sing these songs, I got I can't, you know, I sit up here not to be distracted, but every once in a while I gotta turn on and watch you. And some of you are blessing my socks off watching you connect with him. It just thrills my soul. Just because I, I can see that worship is an act of faith. That, that acknowledging that he exists, that he's a rewarder. Some of you, you're waiting for God to do something, and God is waiting for you to do something. You, you put in a really small deposit of faith, and you watch the dividend just And so that when you stand uh, at a loved one's final moments, we don't, there's sorrow, but not like this world. You know, there, there's just gr- it's grief, but it's not. We don't grieve as others who have no hope. I'm not, I'm not making that up. I'm telling you experience. Why? Because of faith. We have an incredible example of men and women that have gone on and done, and they did it not having received the promises we have. And here we stand in an incredible place where the remission of sin is available to you, the blood of Christ in your life, a clear conscience, the power of His Spirit. We have all this access to the kingdom, and you are without an excuse. I love you, but you're still without an excuse. He's that good. We can pat you on the back all day long and say, poor pity you. And I'm going to tell you what, there's no one here that needs to be pitied. You have access to the cross. You have access to his grace. You have access to his goodness. And you have access to the body of Christ that would would support you if you'd let us. We would. And, man, we're here to do that. why, why, Why would you do that? Because he's done that for us. And he's asking us to do it for others. Stand with me this morning. Oh, my goodness. What I would ask today is uh, you make a deposit. Just... You know how many years I lived? It came in one hand and went out the other. Many, many years. And there's a time in your spiritual life, I got to tell you what, if you're here today and you've never made any deposit at all, I got to tell you, he, he, he freely gives. You can access it, and he'll give it to you today. He'll touch your heart. He'll relieve a burden. He, he'll, he'll, he'll heal. You say, well, I, I'm not, 
got to understand me. I'm not telling you that I can access faith because I deserve it more than you do. I'm just telling you it's the law of sowing and reaping. I access faith because I just have seen him be faithful so many times. But today, if you, if you have very, very little faith, it doesn't take much for you to access what God has for you in your life. But what I'm asking is you, it's the very little things in your life, the continual day-to-day faithfulness. You make those deposits. And when you come into those seasons of your life, God, you're just there with such confidence. So, Father, today as we celebrate Memorial Day, as we celebrate, God, your, uh, sacri- your sacrifice above all, that we can be free, that we can live with an abundance. I speak your blessing on my brothers and sisters that are here. God, that, that uh, Jesus, that they would be faithful in the very littlest of things. The accumulative effect of their faithfulness. Jesus, you would put more and more upon us and trust us with more and more. Let there be acts of faith even this morning. Prayers of repentance and, and prayers of praise and worship. Let that flow from us today before we go out and, and party and celebrate. God, I speak your goodness and your favor. I speak your healing today. Your wholeness upon us. I speak that today in Jesus' name. As we sing and pray, I wonder, you know, if you need a healing in your body, please, it's an act of faith to come down here and let your brother or sister pray for you. If you need a word of encouragement, it's an act of faith for you to come down. How many times have I done that and had God show up? So as we sing before we leave, would you take some time to pray with us this morning? In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast to be notified when new messages are released. And remember to visit gatewaylive.org for more information.